0: Blessed to be able to think and, and talk and renew ourselves and to refocus and to try and, and get the most out of life because life is uh, happening as we speak. Our life, your life, everyone's life Um, And we all, the purpose of being in this world, we always want to remember. One of the things that, that the world does to us is the world distracts us from remembering what our purpose on the world is. That's one of the purposes of being in this world is to distract us from why we're here on this world. I'll say that again. One of the things that being on this world does to a person is it confuses you and distracts a person of what my purpose is in this world. As we spoke out from the Masils Yischarim the other day, um, that Machovas is that to remember re, to re, re-remember, or to remember. I guess it's funny to say re-remember, to remember uh, why I'm here. And, and it's like that with everything, by the way. One of my favorite quotes mm. of discipline is remembering why. why. Remembering what, what you're doing. Discipline is remembering what you want. It's one of the quotes that I love. Remembering what you want. When I remember what I want, then that gives me the discipline to do what I want to do. Because, oh, I remember that this is really what I want to do. Uh, which fits with one of the... Um, also, a f- one of my favorites is purpose is the greatest alarm clock. Purpose is the greatest alarm clock, which means if I have purpose and I have focus and I have vision and I know what I'm, what I'm here to do, so of course I'm going to get out of bed. If somebody's sleeping late, it's not because there's something wrong with them. Many guys think that like, oh, what's wrong with me? Uh, I can't get up in the morning. There's nothing wrong with you. It means you have nothing to get up in the morning for. You're going to say, oh, I have anxiety, it's hard. You're right, that could be as well, but you'll fight through it if you have what to wake up for and you're clear on what you have to wake up for. So even though it's you know, the evening time, when any time a person can stop and re-question and re-ask himself, why am I here in yeshiva? Why am I here on this planet? What is life about? What is my life about? Where am I headed? Do I want to be a good husband? Do I want to be a good father? Do I want to be a happy person? Do I want to get rid of my anxiety? Do I want, what do I want to do? First make the list of what it is that you want to do. Now one of the things, and I want to hear from everybody, there are a few things I want to respond to some questions that were brought up after Ms. Sharm yesterday, which are very important. One by, one was a comment I said to Shlomo uh, Rosenthal, and the other one was Binyamin Brumer said something. Um, that I want to address both, both of um, them. Um, we can do that after we do this, I guess. We'll do that after we do a halacha. So just to hazer over, um, Lashon Hara is something that needs to be spoken about and learnt every day because we hang around people and the natural thing is to talk about other people and to be distracted um, from what you're doing. And people in general uh, are very easily drawn towards uh, the crowd. Um, why are you following the crowd? One of my favorite lines also, I'm saying a lot of favorite lines today. One of my favorite lines is, why are you following the crowd when the crowd is lost? So who are you following? Who are you following? Why are you, uh, you know, why is this your friend? You know, I, I uh, I spoke today to two to two chevra that they were. I, I was blessed to bump into two uh, amazing guys, uh, and and we were talking together. Um, I guess I could mention it. I'm not I'm not going into any detail, but I was blessed to bump into um, uh, Mayor and Mo as they were walking, and I was like, we had just to, at least for me. I don't know what what it, what it was on their end, but it was just like an awesome conversation, just about life and. Just struggles in life and life and you know letting go and just real stuff. And I was like, I was like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you gotta you gotta attract like Arya Weiss said this morning. Like you wanna be around somebody who who brings out awesome stuff in you. And if you're around someone who doesn't bring out good things in you, so so I know this sounds a little bit rough to say. Shlomo, I said I'm going to address one of the things you said yesterday in a positive. I want to follow up on one of the things you said yesterday or how I responded to what you said. But, but I'm going to tell this to you guys straight. If it was high school, it could be I wouldn't say this. and If it was elementary school, I definitely wouldn't say this. And that is that if, if someone is not um, bringing out the best in you and, and is talking about other people and is not strengthening you to be better in a subtle way, in a subtle way, then, then, then it's time to move on from him. Doesn't mean you don't have to be friendly with him, you could say hi, you could be nice to him, you could give him your shampoo, you could say hello, you can give him a hug and say, yo, what's up, how you doing, you do all that stuff. But at this stage in your life, if you really wanna make it somewhere, you're gonna to have to make sure that the people who are around you are strengthening you and are helping you become awesomer because it's either or. There is no middle ground, there's no neutral ground in relationships. Either the guy who you're friendly with is actually making you a better you, or the guy who you're with is not. There's no like, uh, he's neutral. It usually doesn't work like that. Um, and that's where Lushnahara comes in. You gotta ask yourself, are my roommates at the, at the, in the lunchroom, who are the people who I'm hanging out with, and what are the conversations that we are having? Okay. Question, comments on that? We're going to learn a halacha, and then we're going to go actually segue straight into the codependency, which, uh, which, uh, yeah, you don't. Ah, uh, there you go. We're not going to go so deep into to uh, either of the melodies, either pia or melody pia melody beedi. But but uh, but uh, uh, basically, I do want to address what Shlomo had asked, and I was a little bit quick. On the draw to mention something, but I really want to want to really uh, uh, expound on it because it's very important. Let's first learn the halacha. We're on page 33, and the halacha is amazing, and the halacha is talking negatively about someone's appearance. You're not allowed to talk, page 33, day seven. You are not allowed to talk negatively about someone's appearance, his clothing. Even if it is obvious to all who see him, he looks terrible lately. Did you see how much weight he gained? And I wanna say something, by the way, about Lashon Hara. They're just kidding and we're laughing and we're best friends and I could say, oh, uh, my best friend's a fatso, or he's, we call him fatso, or he's shorty, or he's got pimples, and you make jokes and everyone laughs. Uh, is 100% Lashon Hara. Zero, zero. Nobody gets a pass for that. And not only is a Lashon Hara, by the way, but uh, it's loisainu <laughs> Esachiv, you verbally abused your friend in front of him. And even though everybody laughs and it's a joke and everyone's okay with it, it's 100% a terrible thing to do. So just know the JK, they still do JK. Just kidding, doesn't does not, it doesn't say in the bottom of the Chavetz Chaim. Oh, by the way, if you say JK, right? Because everyone does that, right? Or not everyone. People do that. Like, you're with the Chevra, you make a joke. Oh, but so-and-so, ha <laughs> I know, we're just kidding. We're all friends. You still just stabbed me in the stomach and said, oh, just kidding. That's, uh, the, uh, the Rambam actually says, I don't know if he says it here. The Rambam says it's like somebody who shoots arrows into, like, into crowds of people and does it for fun. I'm just playing games with my arrows. Okay, but at the end of the way, you're stabbing people as you're doing it. The muscle I give, the muscle that I give is you go to someone's house, imagine you're sitting at a Shabbos table at someone's house and you have, you watch the father of the house take a baseball bat and start smashing someone, right? You're gonna be like, oh, it's all cool, could you pass the kugel, could you do this, or is this gonna, you would be like, w- what's, go- what's going on over here? The guy sitting there with a baseball bat whacking someone over the head. When someone speaks Lush and Hara, that's, like I said the other day, sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never harm me, it is a lie, whoever said that, because it's not true, it's the opposite. You could be more hurt uh, by someone saying something about you to you than a baseball bat. So that's what he says. Here comes my next door neighbor. You'll see he's a bit queer. My son-in-law's suit is simply horrible. Did you notice my brother's hat? The boy is not good looking. We might think it's so obvious. Says the Chavetz Chaim on the bottom. Put yourself in the person's shoes. How would you feel if you heard people talk about you in such a manner? Okay, beautiful. Amazing. Love it. Love it. Yes, Rabbi Sainz any person says, I Yeah, yeah. That's all right? Right, so that's a machlokus between the Chavetz Chaim and Rabbi Yisrael Salanter. Um, and I would say, perfect, there's a great segue into uh, the next piece that we're gonna talk about, which is, uh, which is, let's see how I segue into this. We'll segue right into it. Avi, oh my gosh, I didn't tell. Wow, wow, what a great, uh, yeah. Avi Gross. I knew I felt extra holiness over here, Avi. Okay, let's move into, I'm, I, I think I'm gonna answer your question, uh, just on your, just to answer, saying Lashon Hara about yourself is a machlokas, whether that's considered Lashon or not, but I'm gonna prove now a little bit that you definitely, it's not good to say Lashon about yourself, based on what Shlomo asked yesterday, and talking about codependency, which we're gonna talk about in a second. Yeah right. They're preparing. Correct. They're you know? Correct. Exactly. No offense. Just kidding. No offense. We're all correct. Correct. You you hit the guy. Correct.
1: Yes. There's a difference between um, talking to Washington how about yourself and sharing something that's very heavy. I mean, like if you're saying something that you've done wrong and sharing it to somebody.
0: Right. That's different. That that goes on the category of venting you you trying to understand yourself better. Okay, but, but yeah, correct. Okay, yeah, yes? Just about words not hurting the person. Yeah. I, maybe, like, myself, Thank you. Like, Can you do I, louder, Rabsimkarabba, please? We'd love to hear. I don't want to embarrass myself in case i wrong, but in my mind, we're holding that question to be able to say that, like, I don't allow other people's words to hurt me. Yeah.
1: Like yes, like like stop being so surprised by it. Like they annoy you, they say stuff. Like like is that like maybe like there's like a balance of like like yeah, like like if somebody hits me with a bat, it's going to be painful. But if somebody says something not nice to me, it doesn't have to be. It's like it's like a choice that
0: I'm making for them to have. Right. Okay. So we're going to talk about that today because that was what Benjamin Boomer brought up. I think that's a high level. I think that a lot of people actually suffer more from what you're saying, sorry, in a second than actually hurting themselves. Let me give you an example, and let's go right into it. If I bang my knee, if I bang my knee and I hurt my knee, so I am able to give compassion to my knee, right? To myself, I'm hurting. A person physically is hurting, he's in bed, he's okay to sleep late, he's okay to say, Right? I need medicine, especially if he has fever. He validates his pain. Everyone agree? Physical pain we're able to validate. However, when it comes to emotional pain, and this is, Shlomo, I'm going to start off with you on this. We are our biggest, I'm not going to say our biggest enemy, I'm going to say it deeper than that. We gaslight ourselves more than other people gaslight us what does that mean that's very big what does that mean what it means i'm sorry but i think that's exactly i know your point you're saying is i think we need to learn to say that i am i was hurt by someone and someone hurt me now why am i saying that because yesterday shlomo had a great point and correct me if i'm wrong and that's why i want to bring on this and this will also segue into what benyaman was asking about giving space for your pain and from your hurt, which means like this. We said yesterday that ultimately it's your responsibility to fix yourself, to heal yourself, and that if mom and dad and your parents are giving you whatever they're giving you, the troubles, the trauma, whatever it might be, or your teachers, your brothers, your roommates, your Rebbe, your culture, dot, 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 dot. It's a point that it's about you, it's not about, about them. When I see in somebody something bad, It's about me. Now that's very heavy to handle. So Shlomo, I think you mentioned, you said, well, what am I supposed to do if I wanna help my parents, if I wanna help my family, right? We were talking, right? I I want them to work on themselves. I want them to work on themselves, right? So what we spoke about right away, I said codependence. So I just wanna explain what that means. What it means is like this. It's very normal and natural to wanna help people. It's very normal and natural to want to be there for other people, to have a connection to other people, to share with other people. Codependence is a human nature that we want to help people. We don't just want to be alone. So when someone goes ahead, what are you smiling about now? You love the fact that I'm talking about codependence? Right, but the reason I'm saying that is because what happens is, is that it's very, very important for a person to validate his own hurt from other people. And what happens is when I get into someone else's business, it's not the problem that I'm in someone else's business. What's the biggest problem? That I'm not in my business. In my business. And not that I'm not in my business of like, mind your own business in a negative way. But in a way of, of are you taking care of yourself? Are you healing yourself? Why am I suddenly worried about the other person? I want to take that same worry, and I want to worry and make sure that I'm okay. And just like the kid who is sick in bed with high fever, and he will give himself a free pass because he has high fever, so how come I can't give myself a free pass if I'm emotionally hurt or if I have anxiety? Why can't I accept the fact that I get nervous to do certain things so therefore it's hard for me to do it. Or people hurt my feelings. People most of the time say, oh, you're just so sensitive. People don't like that, oh, you're so sensitive. I don't want to be sensitive. What's wrong with being sensitive? Oh, you're too sensitive. Or especially when you were brought up or you grew up a certain way and you're, you have a, you know, a soft side to you, you have a sweet side to you, and let's say one of your parents was very strong or a sibling was very strong and they hurt you. So that, that, that's very hurtful, that hurts. Or I'm very sensitive to the kids in class that they bully or they make fun, and then it's like, oh, well what's wrong with you? Get over it, get over it. But when I bump my knee or I have fever, nobody tells me to get over it. So I think it's very important, when I was saying uh, just work on yourself and own it yourself, I think it's very, very important that we remember and we focus on the, the fact that we need, and this is what Binyamin brought up also, the fact that this is the space that I need. If I'm upset at someone, it's okay that I'm upset at somebody. It's normal, even though I don't like that word, it's normal that I judge people negatively. It's normal that I don't like this guy. It's okay that I don't like that guy. Now, what do I do with that? Ari, you explained it good yesterday. What do I do with that? Now I can take full ownership of it. I could say, okay, these are my feelings. This is how I feel. This is what I'm going through. Now what can I do? What can I learn about this? How can I understand this? But that two step is so important. Number one is to give yourself that space. Let yourself be hurt. Let yourself be anxious. Let yourself, you don't have to drink the shot of whiskey when you're walking into a room. Why can't I be uncomfortable? It's okay that I'm uncomfortable. You'll be able to learn more about yourself when you do that. That's step number one. Step number two, or you hate somebody. I hate that guy. It's okay, so you hate somebody. What's wrong with that? Something wrong with hating someone. It's the fact that you've been hating him for six years. That's the problem. So how come you haven't dealt with the hate that's within you, within you. And I'll end off with this line, and then I know Nisanal had a question at Nachi. One of my great, fav, this is like my sixth favorite line today, is a big shear today, that, that uh, um, I'm sure you guys have heard this from me, anyone who's listened to the Shurim, that um, it's not about letting the person off the hook. That's what people think. Oh, if I say, if my mother is acting a certain way, or my family's acting a certain way, or my roommate's acting a certain way, and they hurt me, so we're saying, if it's all my fault, and it's all me, and I have to fix myself, so I'm letting him off the hook. And I say, it's not letting the guy off the hook. What is it? It's taking the hook out of your heart. The hook is in your heart. You're the one suffering. When you forgive someone, you stop suffering. It's nothing to do with the other person. Your mother's fine. Your father's fine. The guy who bullied you is fine. Your your rebbe's fine. Your culture's fine. Everybody's fine. You're the one suffering. So until you're able to own that suffering, until you're able to say, whoa, what could I do about this? This belongs to me. Okay, let me understand it. Where is this from? Let me deal with it. You will continue to have that. That's where the that's what I meant, Soma, when I said the codependency. Code but I don't want to skip that first step. We'll get to you in a second. I know Nassan was waiting. Yeah, good? Yeah, thank you. Okay, good. will go. Let's say uh, going back to where it's not your business. Yeah. Um let's say you're, you're
1: having yes. a Shabbos. Let's say what? Let's say you're
0: a with my family, right. And you see like the father asks
1: the child to do something medicine. This thing and the child says no, right. And then you see the father get all
0: upset and right.
1: he's about to get up the child. Right. So since it's not a good business,
0: do I just leave it and just watch it happen? Right. Or should I try to stop it and not Right. Great so great question. So I would I obviously we are not gonna get into anything personal. I like real live cases, right? <laughs> is it the first time the guy's there? Is he expected to see this happen? Does he know what's gonna happen? Did it happen before? Does this happen all the time? Is he surprised? Yeah, I'll tell you why it matters. Why are you there? Not you, I'm not talking about you. That's why I say you guys are not 14 years old anymore. If I were talking to a, a crowd of fourth graders, I would not say this, because you guys got to go home with your backpack, and you go home, and you're in the, And you're, you remember that, Nachi? Right, yeah, that's a long time ago. You go your backpack, you come home, and you're in the hands of other people. You guys now, everyone at this age, is done. Now it's about you figuring out what your house is going to look like. Are there there isolated incidents where you'll see adults act like babies? Sure, all the time. But I can choose that I don't want my house. Everyone here is three, three years, four years away from marriage and that's not so young. It's not so young, right? If anyone's 18, three years from now you're already 21. I mean, you guys can do the math yourselves. Anyone who's 19, 20, in three years, you're 23, it's not crazy to get married. So, what, so, so yeah, you have to go for Pesach, go to your in-laws, blah, 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 okay. That you'll deal with being in a healthy environment. And if someone is very toxic for you, or a family culture is very toxic for you, that's a decision that you want to make, that I'm not going to do that, I can't do that. And one of the biggest problems that Nisanals bring up, and we're not talking anyone's personal issues over here, one of the biggest problems is when you have younger siblings who go through the trauma that you've gone through, and that's where it's difficult, because it's like you're trying to save your younger sibling. The best thing you can do for your younger sibling, the best thing, I know it's hard to hear this because we, naturally care about our younger siblings. The best thing you could do for your younger sibling is get married, have an awesome relationship with your wife, become a healthy person, yourself, as healthy as you can be, and then they'll say, like, oh, my older brother, that guy, yeah, he'll say, what did you do? And you'll tell him, this is what you gotta do. But what happens is we save other people, and us saving other people, what we do when we save other people, I can't emphasize this enough to you guys, when we are someone else's business, even for good, what we're doing is we're neglecting ourselves. It says, It says you have to love your friend like you love yourself. It doesn't say you have to love your friend more than you love yourself. It doesn't say you have to sacrifice yourself for your friend. And I know it sounds like crazy, like, wow, you're a narcissist. It's all about you, it's all, no, it's not. It's the more you learn to heal yourself, the more you learn to take care of yourself, the more you learn to take care of yourself just like you would take care of your younger brother, just like you would take care of someone who you care about. And you look at yourself like that, that's when you begin to live a life that you've never ever experienced ever again. Because most of us come from a place and this is not bad for anyone most of us come from a place of of i don't want to say it like this and i'm not talking about anyone's Use. parents or any, what Use. you knew i was going to say that <laughs> yes. but it's true most of us come because neglect is a form of abuse, and in a certain way, it's a bigger form of abuse than abuse—classic abuse. You know why? Because it's easier to be gaslighted. I'll explain what that means for those who don't know what gas. Does everybody know what a ga- gaslighting is? I know. I didn't know what it was till this year either. Gaslighting basically is—is is that why are you making such a big deal? That's what it is. What are you making such a big deal about? It's not me. It's you. You're over. You're oversensitive. Stop being so sensitive. Grow up. Stop being so, what? Manipulative. Yeah, well, yeah, correct. So what, what I'm saying with that is that is that there's a, where, 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 how did I? what was I talking about right before that? What was I just yeah, saying before neglect, that? Like no, 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 no. Neglect abuse. Neglect, abuse, that, well, what, what was I saying? I was in gaslighting. I was saying the biggest, well, the biggest, no, I know, <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> I
1: know where you
0: Okay. <laughs> Yeah, the, the biggest, oh, because the, 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 the biggest thing is that we're, because, because what's the big deal? What, why do you need so much? That's what we say to ourselves. Why do you need so much? Grow up. Stop being so sensitive. That's what we say to ourselves. That's what we say to ourselves. Come on already. Get yourself together. But we don't have that compassion, that self-compassion that we have to learn we have to learn, I'm still learning, how to really, really be invested in yourself and really take care of yourself. To take care of yourself like you would take care of your little brother, like someone who's hurting. Imagine if you were really hurting, imagine, you are really hurting. How would you r- relate to yourself? Okay, Nachi, go. First of all, of yes. Question, uh, yeah. I like
1: we're at this point when you're talking about you're mostly talking about your relationship between yourself. Yes codependence. Um You might say that the root of codependence is a lack of a relationship with yourself Correct uh, But my question I have for Rebbe Is, is Rebbe saying that it's like normal and okay Yes To, to want to overly help somebody yes. Outside of healthy parameters Yes and If so, why Why do we have this intense shame that comes with it? Yes Like I'm doing something that's not normal is whatever obsession comes, whatever comes up, yes. you kind of feel very about yourself. Like there's something wrong with you, but it's so normal <coughs> and okay. So that's
0: the problem. I'll, I'll talk about this. We're going to talk very open here now. Even though we're in a base medrash, uh, not even. I guess because I'm going to talk about something. Addictions, okay, we'll talk about addictions for a second. There are a few addictions that are much harder than other addictions, okay? Now, we're not going to talk about the world of addictions. But I just want to explain and why your question is so difficult for a lot of us. Okay. Nobody needs to do drugs in their life. Nobody needs to do drugs. Nobody needs to drink alcohol. When it comes to sex addiction or it comes to, um, let's say, eating, eating uh, disorders, why are those harder in a certain way? Because people... The way Hashem made the world is that there's a man and a woman and there's physical intimate relationship. So when someone is, is uh, extreme on that, then you have to learn to find a balance. When a person is extreme on eating, nobody could go without eating. So the same with what you're talking about, Nachi. The problem is, is that the reason why caring about somebody too much is so complicated is because what do you mean? Sharing is caring. What do you mean? The Torah tells you to go ahead and to be Moser Nefesh for other people. What do you mean? You're supposed to neglect yourself for Hashem and for other things. So what happens is the balance of how much I'm supposed to go ahead and do it is much more complex. Why? Because it's great. We spoke about this last night. Everyone needs validation. It's not normal to say, I'm going to be strong enough that I could stand alone and everyone can hate me and everybody could say this about me and I'm going to be confident and feel internal love. You're not that. That's very, 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 very high level to get to. We'll talk about that in Merteshem in the Parsis of Avraham Avinu. Avraham was able to do that. Noah, in a certain way, was able to do that. They were able to stand alone against the whole entire world and each and every one of us, we do have that capacity. But it's a very human condition to want love from other people, to want validation from other people. The problem is when my whole existence is other people and I can't do anything to care for myself, and I don't know how to care for myself and my whole focus. That's where Lashonara, that's why I love learning about Lashonara. That's what changed my life about learning Lashonara, is that it's not so much the problem that I'm talking about that other guy. It's the fact that I don't know how to live in, in my own business. And I can't be just without anyone else's business. Does that help? I have
1: a follow-up question. Yeah. So, so basically what you're saying, where is the come in? If anything, you should feel good about yourself. Meaning, like, I'm this tzaddik; everyone looks up to me. I'm helping everyone in the world. But, and I, but I'm not helping
0: it. my. You know what it is? Know what it's like, Naki? Know what it's like? It's like the guy who saves the whole world, and his own kids hate him. What do you say about that so guy? Wait, wait, one before. second. What do you say about that guy?
1: He's a loser. What? He's a loser. But
0: he's the biggest. He's the biggest guy out there. So that,
1: is that what it is that you're? No, playing? I'm asking.
0: But I'm asking. Why is what's wrong with that guy?
1: He's not taking care of that which is most important.
0: Say that again loud.
1: That he's not taking care of that which is most important. Correct. So that's what it is, your heart knows. So like You,
0: you know, know, Nahi, you know, so we all know. We all know that when we neglect ourselves, who's shameful? The father who comes home. When I come home, I'll just share myself. When I come home and I don't do well with my family and there's like, I'm not good with my kids or they get upset at me, I feel like the biggest loser. Because, oh, Rabbi Fisher just gave a great cheer and everyone's this and blah, 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 Meanwhile, meanwhile, my kid's upset at me. So I'm like, I look at myself and say, okay, this is my own stuff I'm sharing. I look at myself and say, Fisher, what are you worth, buddy? Now, Baruch Hashem, I'm a good, I have a good relationship with my kids, but it hurts. So that when we neglect ourselves and we're not there for ourselves, deep down, deep down, we know and that's where the the, uh, shame. the shame comes and that's where the, what's it called, the um, imposter syndrome comes in as well. Comes in, <clears throat> imposter syndrome. I'm not really who I am, Why? Not? what's the big deal? You know what the big deal is? Because you know that you're neglecting yourself. Every time you're on your phone, every time you smoke up, every time you drink, do they call it smoke up? They say that? Anytime you, any, I don't know what the, the the words are anymore. The the the, in my day it was pot. No one says pot now. I said pot once, oh, like Rabbi Pot. That's like from the 70s, right? So anyway, right? A guy smokes. A guy drinks. A guy watches pornography. It's not the oh, uh, you're going over the Torah. You're not a good yid. You know what it is? Know what it is? It's you know that you're deceiving yourself. You know that you're messing yourself over. You are not being, when you're not able to say no to yourself, when you keep on giving in to yourself, then you know that what that's doing is, that's neglecting yourself. And you hate yourself for it. You hate yourself for it.
1: So that's why okay,
0: Nachi, wow. Nachi, first give Nachi a, Like I love it, Nachi. You're to, did you hear what he said? Nachi said, I'm just trying to rile me up. Revitous Meaning, you're not to trying to understand, understand anything yourself. You're just trying uh, to rile I'm me right. up. Okay. <laughs> Most
1: of those not, you know? So, Rebbe's basically saying, based on what I, what, I, what I was commenting before, that a lot of it comes from a lack of relationship with yourself. So, you feel ashamed based on the fact that you're not there. So, I could be there from, let's say, morning, yeah. but I can't yeah. be there. Yeah. Correct. Not there.
0: Can, I, can I just, I, I I want you to continue. It's not a lack of a relationship with yourself. No you don't know, no. You don't know how to have a relationship without you. We, don't, we have to learn how to have a relationship with ourselves. Just like you said, when you, when you went on the airplane and you started getting nervous, that's called shalom aleichem, meet yourself. I get nervous when, before I fly. Shalom aleichem, meet me that before I walk into a wedding and there are all the boys around, I get nervous. Shalom aleichem, meet your best friend. Your best friend gets nervous all the time. So what do we want to do with our best friend who gets nervous all the time? What do we want to do with him? Smoke up. What? yeah smoke up is the easier way of saying what? what do I want to do no I want to get rid of him I don't want him I don't want him get the heck out of here you you think I want to be walking in the room with, with the girls and the guys and I gotta be a cool guy and you think I want to be hanging out with a nervous person who has anxiety so what am I gonna do to him this is what I do I give a little syringe, and I say, okay, baby, if I can't have you heal like that, I'm gonna get you high. Now we can walk together. So how and does- you know what happens out of that? That's called hate. You end up hating, this guy ends up hating him, and this guy ends up hating him.
1: So, first of all, I like that. So how does one learn to connect and give that feeling? Meaning, like, it's so much more, first of all, you, everyone looks at you more kasha. Second of all...
0: Everyone looks at you more kasha.
1: So I'm saying, how does one, like, separate, it feels good to give. How does one separate from that learn to give to himself? Does anyone have does anyone have any ites?
0: Yeah, we're doing it right now. I hear that. We're doing it right now. You're doing it by being in the Sushiva. You're doing it when you went away into the old city. For a full year, and you went into solitude, and you spent time alone journaling about yourself. You did it when you stopped doing drugs, stopped drinking. You did it when you put on a, a Erlacha shirt, and you're and you're learning Torah, and you're taking care of Nachi, and you go ahead and say, I'm gonna have a relationship with Rabbi Kalish. I'm gonna have a relationship with Rabbi Fisher. I'm gonna go to yeshiva. That's that's taking care of
1: yourself. Why? Then why, but despite all that, there's still sometimes a feeling of shame and. and the How good. old
0: well, are you? 120? You're dead?
1: 21.
0: Correct. So you got 90 years of this. Sorry, 100, uh, 100, 99, 99 years. You have 99 years. I still have to learn to take care of myself. You have 99 years. What you think you got, you think it's done? Welcome to humanity. And then when you have a wife, And kids let me ask you something you don't have to take care of yourself with your wife and kids you have to take care of yourself even more if you can't take care of yourself now what's gonna happen when you have to take care of your wife is it gonna be easier let's just do some logic guys easier or harder to take care of yourself so you can say oh well my wife is gonna mommy me well talk to you don't talk to me about that you got the wrong guy Okay, there are aspects of wife that do mommy us, and that's okay. It's okay that there are aspects of that. But if you think your wife is going to take care of you, and you're, going to be, you're not going to be fine. You're going to have to take care of your wife now. You're going to have to take care of your kids. You're going to have to get a job and take care of the electric bill and that. And then you're going to start taking care of yourself? Thank you, Rebbe. You're welcome. Nachi. Thank you, Nahi. <laughs> Love you. Love you. Shlaim, one second. Avigdor, and then Shlaim. Wow, time flies. Time flies over here, right? What's going on over here? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, right. See, trying to give you, give yourself a show, Naki, That's. I know, I know, I know. I know. know. Yes, Avigdor, amazing. Yeah.
1: So basically, I mean, I had a question from earlier about like I just like this whole recent topic of the last ten minutes so juicy and good i just loved it great okay, awesome thank you so i wrote down on my, on my, i wrote down in on my, on my notebook yeah question yeah it. i respect that so i'm just gonna i'm gonna read it for great so I say it how I wrote it. okay sometimes Rebbe says something a certain way it doesn't sit well with me and it's difficult for me to internalize like what Rebbe said it's something that i want to understand but the way Rebbe said it so i want to see if Rebbe can say it okay
0: i it apologize i'd like to hear yeah, how i can just, make it to maybe it's me
1: say something that sits well with everyone?
0: I, 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 well, it doesn't sit well with you. I don't look at everyone. I'm looking at you. If you said if you said it doesn't sit well with you, then it doesn't sit well with me. All
1: well, right, I appreciate that, Rabbi. okay So what, so what did I say? Revi was saying how, like, it's, it's you What the hate inside of, the hate, yeah. meaning you feel it's for someone else. Okay, that's okay, but where's it coming from? Find the roots. Work on yourself to understand where it's coming right, from. Right, right. But my question is, Revi's what's saying, Everyone's fine. Everyone's fine. So the first thing. What do you right mean way, everyone's I'm fine? Like, no, not everyone's, fine. Not what everyone's fine. fine. What do you mean everyone's fine? What do you mean everyone's fine? That's what I want to ask. What Rebbe is saying? Everyone's fine. Everyone's fine. The Rebbe's fine. Your parents are fine, and it's like it's you. Yeah. So, so how, how do I understand that? I'm like, not everyone's fine. I'm thinking like, okay, this person's messed up. This person. has Right goes this person. Right. Everyone's fine? Right. Right. Well, when, so when I. I didn't like that, so that I wasn't able to internalize what was really saying. That's why Right. Okay. Identify. Thank you. So maybe I wasn't clear.
0: Well, I, I apologize <clears throat> for not being clear. Um, I think my point was is that is that you're you're, you're the one suffering when I meant everyone's fine it's like I'm the one suffering at the end of the day at the end of the day I'm the one suffering my mother can say this my father can say this my roommate can say this my friends can say this whatever I went through can be whatever the story I have whether they're right whether they're wrong whether it's their fault whether it's my fault at the end of the day I'm suffering At the end of the day, when I don't take care of what I have to take care of within me, I will never heal whatever whatever it is. So if I'm angry, so yeah, the guy slammed the door and he was wrong. I can't fix that. I'm going to sit there and put my energy in having to convince my wife to be a certain way, to convince my parents to be a certain way. I'm going to sit there and try and control like we said yesterday. Every time you try and control God or other people, you lose. It's not possible. So when I look at it that, everyone is what they are. I need to check within myself and, and learn myself. Learn to navigate within myself. That's what I meant. And we don't know how to do that. We, we, we have to learn, like Nahi was saying. We have to learn how to do that. I still learn how to do that. We all have to learn how to do that. And, and, and I, want to end off, I want to really end off, I feel terrible. I know Schleim has a question, Yosef, we'll do a few more minutes. I, I just want to say something, and, I, and I'm not, this is not about phones, and I'm not, I'm not talking about that right now, um, whatever it is. Part of the problem also is that it used to be, it would be me and you and us here. The problem is when you pick up your phone and you look in the news, or you plug into a group, or you plug into something you get the 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 abuse from here as well like i said you want to ask yourself you want to ask yourself what do i do during the day that's abusive to myself and i'm telling you that this i'm not trying to i have no stock no one's paying me behind the scenes to get you guys not to be on your phones. But I can tell you one thing. I know from my own life, whenever I open up my news thing, I have Yeshiva World News. I don't know why I still have that. I probably will get rid of it one day. But for some reason, I feel like I can't. I'm not sure why. But every time I look on that, it, it accesses, um, it's abu- I abuse myself. I'll say it like that. Every time I look at the news, I'm abusing myself. Because all it does is bring me things that don't, that don't feel good. When we go to a place that, that, that's abuse, the kasha's on me, the question's on me. When I know I'm calling somebody up and that person is not gonna be nice to me, when I know that, that someone, that my roommate is not nice to me and I'm able to stay in that room and I'm okay to stay in that room, I'm abusing, I am the one who's giving myself that abuse. So you're right, of course. My roommate's a terrible roommate. He might be a terrible guy. Or whoever I'm close with, whatever, might not be good for me, but at the end of the day, I keep on going back for the abuse. That's what I'm saying.
1: I wanna make a public announcement to everyone here that my roommates are the best and I love them and I'm thankful for them.
0: Exactly. Well, well, I want to say something to that. I, I want to say something to what you're saying. And that's why when you hang around somebody, you hang around someone, like Arye said this morning again, when you hang around somebody who, who, who like I said before, when Mo, when Mo, Moshe and Mayer were together, I'm like, That's loving him and he's loving him. Those are the people you need to hang around with. And I'm not plugging this to say if guys want to sit around and and do their stuff and they're cool, blah, blah, blah. They're abusing each other. You're abusing each other. When when you're there for somebody and you are there for somebody, then you're helping someone, you're loving someone. So by you saying you love your roommates, you're loving yourself, Avigdor. You what I'm saying? You're loving yourself. You're putting yourself in a situation where I have support, where I have love. I have people who are this. People turn off the lights at 12 o'clock and they're sensitive to each other. Not because, oh, we have, a, we have to have a good room. No, I want to make sure that I'm surrounding myself with people who are there for me. Okay, we can keep on going and going and going. Nahi, uh, someone else said, Shlaimi, and then we we'll, got to wrap up. Shlaimi. I I know, right? So go. Let's let's. Quick question, yeah.
1: There's a lot of negative emotions that I've been like, surfacing in the past and, like, doing a lot of work on. Right? And one of the biggest ones is what not to be brought up, shame. Yeah. Do you think that there's, um, you know, there's different things in my circles about shame? This mm-hmm. talks about how you, know, you shouldn't have shame, like it's, it's an emotion. It's, <laughs> right, it's, it's you it's shouldn't
0: violent. have shame. That only causes right. more shame. Right. right. So, ba- shame on you that you have shame. That's what, that's what we do to ourselves it's not, it's not like that. but that's what hard, we do that's good. what we do to ourselves
1: sorry no it's okay uh, what would be the healthy way to look at shame
0: okay so we could let, let's no, talk would, about that
1: i wouldn't is there is there an actual way to balance the like i feel guilty about something therefore that guilt is bringing me to shame like Right. Can we
0: continue this tomorrow? Well, actually, tomorrow we're on the trip. Let's continue, Mr. Shem. On Thursday, it's it's already. I don't like going that that far out. A beautiful question. It's definitely uh, the subject of shame. The subject of dealing with shame. As I said, the biggest. Well, well, the shame. Just in a nutshell, it's it's what you say. It's a little bit what you're saying. We are. We have shame that we have shame. We beat ourselves up that we are have shame. That's the bigger problem than the shame itself. The bigger problem is that we, how we, right, when someone's hurting, the worst thing you could do for someone's hurting is say, would you get up already? Get over it. So what do your father was like this? So what do your mother was this? How old are you already? You know how many times I've heard that about people as, you know, someone told me recently, he's 60 years old, he says his father passed away when he was a a young kid. He says, I still feel like an orphan. Oh, you still feel like an orphan? What are you, a baby? Chas shalom? The guy's, what does that mean? That's real stuff. His feelings. It's, it's his feelings. If his feelings so, so if I don't validate, what about us validating our own? Exactly. That's the yesot over here. If I don't know how to validate my feelings, you're done. And it's hard. It's very hard. Yes, yeah, we'll end off. Nah, we'll, let you get the, okay. we'll let you finish off. And then if we, if we can then afterwards, oh, Zach, okay, uh, it's hard. No, 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 it's fine. And then afterwards, if anyone who didn't Dava Mincha, I'm going to do a Heicha Kedusha because I did Dava Mincha 115. It would be helpful. I just need six uh, people to be mitzvahed well, from 10. If anybody can Dava Mincha, it would be helpful. So my
1: Tasha to Rebbe is, we, you yeah. don't have to answer to that, I just want to ask it. Yeah. So we have
0: shame and then, yeah? You don't have to
1: answer the question, but there's one of I want Rebbe to clarify it. Yeah. You understand? That Rebbe's kind of making it seem like it's like a negative that people experience this, but but isn't it not a normal human tendency to kind of run after abuse and saying if you've been abused your whole life, correct, hundred you, and percent, you're a that, hundred percent. Okay, so I just want to hundred percent because it comes out a lot very strong, like you're doing this and you're doing that, and I just wanted to clarify that it's like a very normal thing to go to want to be in that room with people who don't respect you. And so, you know, it's very correct. normal thing to run after people who, who treat you the way you don't Correct.
0: And a, and it's very statistically, Yehuda can help me, it's very statistically that an abuser abuses. And that people who hurt are hurt, they hurt. Correct correct.
1: I'm saying it's, and it's they, normal. And a people
0: who, who don't who true. never had love will reject love.
1: It's a normal thing. It's not like... Of course a a it's a
0: normal thing. It's a normal thing. It's a normal thing to want ahead, to go ahead and smoke up. Wait, 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 wait. wait, It's, it's a normal thing. You could look average to watch pornography, to smoke up, and to get drunk. That's okay. It's a normal, That's normal thing. For it's, for not, normal. it's not
1: okay. That's it's stronger. a
0: normal thing. That, right? uh, correct. Okay. And to speak lush and horror.
1: Everyone speaks I and not I don't... I don't, I don't hey. Because Rebbe's coming off very strong in which now I hearing Oh, I have struggled yeah. with this. So maybe there's something wrong with me. How many... It's nothing... I think that the first i think that the first step to kind of even dealing with the whole problem to begin with is to understand that like okay so you struggle correct like so you do this because it's, it's kind of from my experience and it's just observing and being part of the conversation it's coming off very strong like like you're running after someone you're going you're, you're using yourself you hold this you phone are. that's true yourself, and it's true but it's that's also true. like okay
0: it's not okay it is okay okay we'll, we'll get into that Okay. Sure. how do
1: to you be, balance
0: correct okay well we'll to be continued Thank you everyone. Shkok everybody. Have a wonderful day. Anyone who could stay.